Health can be complex, confusing, and downright frustrating, but it doesn't have to be. I'm Jeff Butterworth, naturopath and co-founder of Happy Healthy You, a health resource for you to lead your best life. Come and join me and the whole team of health specialists at Happy Healthy You to learn about everything from sleep to stress, hormones to healthy eating. We're here to help you on your personal health journey to live a vibrant, successful, and most importantly, happy life. Why am I always tired? If this is you, I'm about to tell you the main causes of fatigue and what you can do about it. My name is Jeff Butterworth and I am a naturopath and I've been specializing in holistic health for over 25 years. And fatigue is one of the most common questions we get asked in our large communities of women is why am I always tired? So let's have a look at why, and then I'll show you what you can do about it as well. So the first thing you need to look at are certain nutrient deficiencies. And there's ones that are really common and they are iron, magnesium, which is very, very common as a deficiency and B vitamins. Now, the reason that these cause of fatigue in our body is iron obviously builds our blood and allows us to carry oxygen, but magnesium and B vitamins, they are involved in the energy production in our Krebs cycle, which occurs in our cells and they help our body be efficient when making energy. And if you don't have these nutrients, then you're not going to be able to produce your own energy properly. Now it might be the right time to talk a little bit about energy now. Our bodies have certain little organelles in every single cell in our body called mitochondria. And these mitochondria take the food that we eat from glycogen and they turn that into something called adenosine triphosphate. Now it's a long word, but shortened to ATP. And ATP is the source that our body uses for energy. And so there's lots of ways that our body through things that we do ourselves and through external factors that can disrupt this production of energy. So all these tips I'm gonna be talking about are mainly related to get your mitochondria producing energy more efficiently. Now nutrients, as I said, iron, magnesium, and B vitamins are really critical in that mitochondrial process. The second part to that is toxins. Now, I don't really like the word toxins, but we're surrounded by a whole range of chemicals in our environment and from within our body that accumulate in our cells. And when they accumulate, particularly in our cells around the mitochondria, they really disrupt that energy production. So there's a lot of different environmental chemicals that can disrupt that and they can actually destroy the mitochondria. So when the mitochondria reproduce, they're not as efficient and they cannot produce that energy exactly as we'd like to. And when we're younger, our mitochondria are full of energy. And as we age, the mitochondria age as well. So making sure that our cells remain clean, as clean as possible, and doing regular guided cleanses is really important to keep your energy levels in a tip-top shape. Next one is sleep. And I, people that follow our communities, I'm always talking about sleep. And everything that I do in my personal life is geared towards getting a great night's sleep because I know it's so important for so many things. And it's, you know, it's not rocket science. If you're not sleeping well, then your energy levels through the day are not going to be great. But we hear a lot of people that say, I'm getting eight hours sleep, but what is the quality of that sleep? 
Are you really resting or is it a disturbed sleep or are you just not fully relaxing? You're only going into light sleep levels. So have a look. We've got a lot of information on how to sleep well and a lot of it linked exactly with this, with the same things that you do to boost your energy levels. So if you're not sleeping well and you're tired, then it's something you certainly need to look at our videos and consume our content there. Next one is stress and it goes with the sleep as well. If you're constantly stressed, our adrenal glands, which are the glands that allow us to fight or flight, if they're constantly switched on, our levels of cortisol increase. And after a while, those adrenal glands, they fatigue. And a classic telltale sign of that is you're waking up tired, but you're not fatigued in the evening. You can't go to sleep because you're wired. So that's your adrenal glands taking a long time to wake up, but then they won't go to sleep. So if you're suffering from adrenal fatigue, that's a very, very common sign that you're not, you're going to be fatigued and you need to spend some time working on that. There's a lot of different things you can do for that. Vitamin C, there's different herbs called ashwagandha and bacopa. B vitamins, magnesium can all help with that adrenal fatigue. Next one is insulin resistance. Now, you may have heard of this. It's been very popular lately, but it relates to your blood sugar levels. And if you're not metabolizing your sugar levels well, or you're having too much sugar and refined carbohydrates, your body gets into a situation where we call insulin resistance. So it's not getting the sugar that you're uh, consuming. It's not taking that and putting it into the cells. So you're getting elevated blood sugar levels. And that disrupts that whole energy mechanism that I mentioned at the start, the foods that you're eating and not being broken down, metabolized and transported to where the body needs them. So that insulin resistance will cause fatigue. And what you'll find with a classic telltale sign is where you're craving sweet foods and your blood sugar levels are going like this and you'll find your energy levels are like this. And you'll find after you eat something, you'll have a big crash and then your energy levels will slow to come back up. But in that crash, that's when you're craving sweet things. So insulin resistance, keep it in the front of your mind and the the hack to get around that is to only consume uh, complex carbohydrates, reduce the overall consumption of carbohydrates, increase the amount of good proteins and good fats in your diet, and you can help to regulate your insulin levels. Viruses are a really common cause of fatigue. And we all know with COVID, everyone's saying that you can certainly suffer from uh, fatigue for weeks to months following that. But there's many viruses that can cause fatigue. Things like the Epstein-Barr virus you might have heard of, but there's different things, Ross River fever. There's a whole range of viruses which can linger in your system and you may not even realise that they're there, but they can be causing long-term fatigue levels. So that's something you get investigated if you may have been exposed to something like that. And particularly if you're fatigued, after some sort of illness and you just never really recovered. That's a telltale sign there. Next one is poor liver function. Now, our livers really have to do a lot for us and we're constantly assaulting them with a whole range of different chemicals and we talked about toxins earlier. But if your liver's not working well, you're going to just feel fatigued because the liver does so much in our system. And the liver's also really important in that energy production as well. So if you feel that your liver's a little bit sluggish, then there's a high chance that that's going to be contributing to your fatigue. And that's where doing a really good cleanse, natural cleanse, cleaning your diet up is going to be really, really important. And the liver also disrupts our sleep as well. So keep an eye on your liver. And if you haven't 
taken a good liver supplement like happy liver, for example, in a long time, it can be a really good thing. And you often people, when they've done a few courses of that, they feel their energy levels lifting naturally. Next one I've got on here is exercise. Now, exercise, you often don't feel like doing when you're fatigued. But a lot of people, what happens with fatigue, it's not an overnight thing. There's a gradual reduction in your overall energy levels over a period of time. It might be a few years even. And as we age, we get less active. And the less active we become, our body produces the amount of mitochondria we need. So the mitochondria produce our energy. They produce the number of mitochondria we need for our energy needs. So if you're not exercising and exerting yourself, the body will naturally reduce the number of mitochondria that have. And the mitochondria have a life cycle of nine days. So that's when you first start exercising. For the first nine days to two weeks, you feel terrible because you're just fatigued. But what the body does then is very clever. It produces more mitochondria. So start slowly, but build up to regular exercise. And if you're not exercising because you say, I'm too tired to exercise, it's a bit of a catch-22 situation. You've really got to start very slowly and build up and regular exercise is really critical. On the flip side, many people can become adrenally fatigued and fatigued from over-exercising. So if this is you, maybe pull it back a little bit. Be kind on yourself and just work at the level where your body's going to optimize. It's got enough energy for all your other activities during the day and you're not exhausting yourself by over-exercising. And it's quite a common thing as well. Next one is your digestion. Now, your digestion is so critical in absorbing all of those nutrients. And if your digestion has become weaker over time, the food that you're eating, you're not absorbing the nutrition that you need out of there. So that's one part of it. The other part is to do with our microbiome. So our microbiome is all those good beneficial bacteria that we have in our system. And those bacteria are really important for helping us absorb the right amount of nutrients, but they're really important for a lot of other factors too. They produce a lot of chemicals in our system that aid in energy production. So things like butaic acid, for example, is produced from your digestive system. The body uses that in that energy Krebs cycle, as I mentioned, in the mitochondria. So making sure that your digestion is optimal, consuming lots of fermented foods. If you are bloating when you're eating foods you might need to stimulate your stomach so things like apple cider vinegar or digestive enzymes can be really good and improving your liver function it all interconnects there so if your digestion is not working well actually 50 percent of our energy expenditure goes into digestion and if it's not working efficiently your body's going to be working harder and your energy for other activities is not going to be there next one is hormones now hormones are messengers in our system and there's hundreds, thousands of hormones that do a whole range of different things. And the ones we know commonly are sex hormones for reproduction. So for women, estrogen, progesterone, for men, it is testosterone primarily. But just keeping your natural hormone production is really, really important. And if you're less than 50, you need those reproductive hormones more. So for women, you need your progesterone and your estrogen for your vitality because your whole fertility is a lot of energy goes into fertility as well. So what we often do with, for example, with low nutrition levels and stress and low good fat intake, we don't have the cofactors to produce enough of these hormones in our system. So if you're not producing enough of those hormones, we start to get hormonal fluctuations and it can really impact on your overall energy levels. For men, testosterone is that key one. And it's the same again is 
if we don't have enough good fats in our system, then we're not producing enough testosterone. But other things like stress, for example, and alcohol, they all diminish our testosterone levels and the same can go for our other reproductive hormones. For women, when they hit the age of 50, you change from estrogen and progesterone. So you don't need those hormones anymore. You change to a more androgen-based system and your adrenal glands produce those hormones. And if you've been stressed for many years, your body's not gonna do that well. And that's why a lot of the hot flushes come and that can cause fatigue as well. It's very tiring. So working on your adrenal health and making sure you give the body those cofactors to produce the hormones it needs. So as I said, good fats in your diet, B vitamins, magnesium, all those cofactors you need to produce healthy hormone levels is really important for energy levels. And then the last one I've got here is your diet and lifestyle. And I didn't leave it to last because it's the least important. It's actually the most important. And think of it as fuel in a car. If you're not putting the right fuel into your particular car and everyone has slightly different variants of what sort of diet in terms of your macronutrients, protein, carbohydrates, and fats and getting that balance right, but fundamentally, you need to be getting unprocessed foods, predominantly plant-based foods, and foods that are high in nutrition. If you're not putting fuel into that car, and if you're not digesting that food well, you're going to be fatigued. And if you don't digest that food well, they can turn into toxins, and that can further fatigue your system as well. So quick recap, make sure you get the right nutrition in your system, iron levels, magnesium, and B vitamins, really important. Cleanse your system regularly from toxins, get a good night's sleep, manage your stress levels, manage your sugar levels, avoid sugar altogether. Sugar is a big no-no if you've got any sort of fatigue and work on getting your body more sensitive to insulin levels. You can research a bit more on that and we have information on that. Viruses, poor liver function, make sure you're exercising regularly. It's super, super important. Improve your digestion, balance your hormones. Things like happy hormones can be a great tool for that and get your diet and lifestyle. What you put in your mouth is incredibly important and also what you put into your mind. So get out of that negative mindset. If you're constantly negative in a depressed down state, your body is gonna, its energy levels are gonna go down as well. So try and put a positive frame on what you do, be active, eat the right foods and your energy levels will naturally come. It's not gonna happen overnight. It might take two to three months, but it will happen. Hope you enjoyed this. Share it if you like the content and we'll have an article that you can read with all this content I talked about here as well. Take care.